BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's do it. It is the early line, and we are live right here on Sports Grid on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined by Donnie Wrightside. Huge one for you over these next two hours. The Week 13 slate underway last night with Thursday night football. It's going to only heat up. There's an AFC Championship rematch. You've got the Dolphins and the Niners going head-to-head. Eagles-Titans is a big one as well. The Sean Watson return. We're going to get to all of it, but let's start with the first game of Week 13 in the AFC East, the New England Patriots hosting the Buffalo Bills, Donnie, here. The Bills get it done 24-10. They do so as a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. This game stays under the listed total with the Bills' two-touchdown victory. Biggest takeaway here from this game. Yeah, biggest takeaway for me is even though Buffalo was down 7-3 to three in the first quarter, after that, they never felt threatened. Like in the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, it was always the Bills game here. And I don't know if that's a great job by the Buffalo Bills defense or now the New England Patriots just playing a little bit of Jekyll and Hyde on offense. I expected a better outside, or excuse me, offensive output here from the New England Patriots because, yes, the game is outside, but there were no windy conditions to worry about, even at a great start. Like right off the bat, New England is punching one in on their second drive here to go 7-3. to three, And then you see the Buffalo Bills counter back. You thought you might have had, I don't want to say a shootout, but at least going tit for tat throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But it was clear. The better football yeah. team overall for me, my takeaway is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and I'll tell you this right now. The, the Bills would have, would have been there for a shootout if it was required of them. It just wasn't. And I think to me, my, my biggest takeaway is a bit of confirmation that the New England Patriots' defense is very overrated. Last night, Buffalo's team total a 23-and-a-half. Talked about it on this show. Talked about it on Moneyline. Talked about it online. Is That was a number that was not giving a lot of respect to what was the second-highest-scoring offense in the NFL. The point I had made to you is, do you think Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs would come in here with a 23-and-a-half? No, but it's 27-and-a-half. Honestly, it's probably what that number would have been against the New England Patriots. Don, if you look now, they've played 12 games, this Patriots team, six games against what are legitimate quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Lamar, Rodgers, Justin Fields, a couple of others that fit the description. They allow 29 points per game in those matchups. The reason that for the season they allow under 20 is because against... Trubisky, Goff, Zach Wilson twice, 
Brissett, and Sam Ellinger. They're allowing 8.7 points per game. And this New England schedule picks up. When we talk about the AFC wildcard race, they are about to fall by the wayside. Yeah, 6-6 six and six now on the season, including, remember, they never could beat this football team late in the season in Foxborough. They're now 3-3 three and three on the season overall at this point. And just to getting back to the game itself, like what your look at it was, you're right. The Buffalo Bills, as I always like to preface, they'll score on anybody. Like they're, they're always up for a fight. Oh, you want to bring the number one defense to town? We'll watch Josh Allen you know, create some magic, and he did. But in the second half, when you're not threatened, as the Buffalo Bills weren't, there was no reason for them to sort of hit the gas pedal, picking up first downs, not turning it over, punting it back giving long fields here to the New England Patriots to try to see if they could score back. And also, Kevin, to your point there, over 23 minutes, great bet. Most people say, oh, Kev, you barely got it. No, you didn't. You got it like the first minute of the fourth quarter to spare, and they just took the air out of the football the rest of the way here. The New England Patriots just couldn't score. I mean, I joked at the end of the game, like, what, what are we doing here, Patriots? You know, we're running around like we're Mike Vick in the pocket, taking sacks, you have repeated first down and goals, and you came away with a field goal, which wasn't even basically in the red zone after a sack. It was amazing how inept the team on New England was on offense. When I actually thought they would have a decent offensive outlook, they didn't play yeah. like that at all. Certainly not. Radio audience is live on a Friday morning. The early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. This New England Patriots schedule is going to be a tough one moving forward as well. They may not be a favorite in any of their remaining football games, which speaks volumes. For Buffalo, look, again, they handled their business. Could they, they could have gotten to the 30s if the game required it. It didn't. Josh Allen still having a turnover, though. It's tough. It's a bit concerning. It feels like it could be the difference between this team making a legitimate Super Bowl run and maybe being bounced earlier than people would have anticipated when it's all said and done. However, the Bills had yet to win a division game. They checked that box here. And I think more important than anything, Donnie, the Chiefs play a game this week under a, under a field goal favorite. The Miami Dolphins are over a field goal underdog. Those are the two teams that the Bills have an eye on, right? If they can get the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs, then they own that tiebreaker. They still get to play Miami, and they still have the same record as them right now. The Bills, the odds are, now no guarantees, but odds are they are going to cut in a little bit now to the gap that exists between them and Miami and or at least them and Kansas City. The Bills are not done in the race for the number one seed, certainly in the AFC East, still favored to win that division, but the AFC number one seed overall. Yeah, exactly. FanDuel Sportsbook has them listed at a plus 200 now back into that driver's chair because they won a big divisional game and also waiting for some of these weekend matchups, including Kansas City, not at home, favored by 15 or 16 points as they were last week. A lot is going to be decided, as you said, because some of these teams matching up, it could all go the Bills' way, starting with their win and about two or three losses from other teams. Watch out. Buffalo might be back into that driver's seat. Certainly something we will keep our eye on. A huge game this week, believe it or not, involving the Houston Texans. It's because Deshaun Watson is back. We break that down next, right here on The Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back with you right here on Sports Grid. And week 13, again, offers a lot of really good matchups. But I think there's going to be a lot of eyes in Houston as the Cleveland Browns will see Deshaun Watson play for them for the first time since the massive trade and it'll be his first game in a long time. In fact, Bonnie, do you know how long it is going to be between Deshaun Watson starts the last time we saw him to what will be this game here on Sunday? If you had to ballpark a, a number of days? Let's go like, uh, I don't know, uh, 690. 700. You almost bang on. Ooh, like, almost. Right in the Ooh. ballpark. Look, Man. <laughs> look at the excitement he gets good. when he's right in the yeah. mix, though. And look, mm. you were and you were under the number, so that like in a, a price good, is right yeah. style. That would have been, been pretty ding, good. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. 700 days. Since Deshaun Watson has last started an NFL game to when he will start this game here against the Houston Texans. They are a touchdown favorite on the road. Totals 46 and a half. Does it feel like we're seeing an increase here based on Watson being back? What kind of jumps off of the page for you when you see some of these lines here in this game? Maybe the 46 and a half a little bit, because what are we expecting? The other team in it, Kevin, it doesn't matter what team it is. You just go up against Houston. You're supposed to do whatever you want as long as you don't get bored. Case in point last week, the Miami Dolphins dropped 30 in the first half. Hey, guys, if we want, we can hang 60 on this team. You know, take the week off for playing San Francisco next week. But the thing that always jumps out more than that is, no matter what Houston does, they just don't have any talent. Like, you have a decent running back, one decent wide receiver, and that's it. Remember last week you're saying to yourself, okay, Davis Mills doesn't look all that good. Let's go to Kyle Allen. Give us a spark. A spark. They looked horrendous in the first half when that football game actually mattered. And take a look at the last five games from Houston for an offensive output. 10, 17, 16, 10, and 15. So if we're just doing averages here, right, let's just call it 14 points here for the Houston Texans. That's not going to be good enough to beat anybody here. So when I look at that line minus seven, I don't even think Deshaun Watson, unless Deshaun Watson forgot how to play football, what football is, a snap count, what is a slant pass, I have no idea what that is. How do you not just look at this game going, everybody's going to be wide open? Cover that they've been able to snag in this recent set of games was catching 14 at home on a Thursday night to the Eagles, and they lost the game by 12. With that said, though, 
home dogs of a touchdown or more this season are 7 and 0 against the spread. How would Houston be able to do this? How would they be able to cover? See, the thing is, and this is why this is such a tricky game, I do think, to some degree, Donnie. The Browns are not a disappointment this year because Watson was suspended for 11 games. For those that value the efficiency metrics, DVOA, EPA, the Browns have been a top-five offense in football. Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, those are really the only teams that have been better. They've been a bottom-five defense in football. When you isolate it, it's been one of the most disappointing units across this league. You know, you think about, like, the Packers, right, and that offense and expecting a lot more. But all offseason long, Donnie told you it was going to be a mess because you could see it coming. Who out here was projecting the Browns' defense to be, be sat next to the Detroit Lions in efficiency metrics? Not me. I doubt most of you. How did this happen, right? I know Miles Garrett missed a little bit of time, but he's also played a lot of the season. And he's been pretty fantastic as well. It's been a bit stunning to watch that which again makes this tricky because Watson comes in and he's certainly, even if rusty, you expect a better thrower of the football than Jacoby Brissett. It's also pretty irrelevant against this team. The Houston Texans, okay, let's play another game. The list of teams that have allowed fewer passing touchdowns than the Houston Texans. Here's the entire list. The Niners and the Broncos. That's it. A.K.A. the two best defenses in football. You ask, how is that possible? Because all anyone does against this team is run the rock. That's all anybody has to do against this horrible, horrible team. They've allowed 15 rushing touchdowns. They allow what feels like roughly a billion yards per game on the ground. But again, that's what makes it so tricky here for me. Narrative-wise, Watson for 250, Watson for three touchdowns, but he doesn't really need to against this team. You're right about that, too, and, and it's the way you're going to work it because you take a look around, but actually a decent price still up here. If Even if you're checking across multiple sports books, FanDuel has, I think, a minus 160 here for a Chubb anytime touchdown. It's like, oh, my God, like where do I sign up? Mm-hmm. Unless you have, okay, Cleveland runs out to a 30-point lead with three defensive touchdowns and nobody plays in the <laughs> second half again. But when you're looking at those Deshaun Watson statistics, you know, and I know we inco- try to incorporate this with the Dallas Cowboys when Dak came back. Hey, look, you know what? I know he's always under fire here. Coming in for Cooper Rush, who had some success. Throw a couple touchdowns early just to quiet the critics out there as he's back. It actually didn't happen, and they won, and Dak Prescott is fine for that. He wasn't looking for a boy. If you don't set me up at the two-yard line with multiple touchdowns, I don't know how I can succeed for the rest of the year. But for me, Deshaun Watson, if you're looking at that anytime touchdown market here, which I think he was coming in around like 235, 250 price, you can see this, Kevin. Three-yard line, naked boot keep, strolls into the end zone with a walk, You know, does a little maybe Superman, a little dance, points at the crowd. The crowd hates it, but he's eating it up. I have a feeling like you do it like this is a big game for Deshaun Watson and outside of the Cleveland Browns nobody cares nobody likes the guy nobody you know but this is the Browns they know how big of a game for him this is going to be it would be surprising as I said earlier in the week you know he throws 14 passes for 116 yards no touchdowns but they get the win and he takes the podium and goes yeah you know what we just wanted to come down here and get a win no 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 there is some payback in order where you know they're either going to get him into the end zone or at least throw a touchdown or two to do something impressive and say ha ha Texans I got the last laugh here yes in a perfect world for him 
do the I still don't have a great handle on if the Browns care. The front office, sure, as well, right? Does Stefanski care? Maybe. Does anybody else on this roster care? I don't know. Like, what? Everybody has known that he was going to come and take this job back, right? But would it surprise you if they like Jacoby Brissett in this locker room, right? Amari Cooper's been eating swell. Amari Cooper, despite the fact that the Cowboys are significantly better than the Browns, has seen his stock rise. So it's not like Amari Cooper's like, thank goodness this guy's back. David Njoku just was in the end zone last week. It's just, Nick Chubb, if anything, like, hold on a minute. What do you mean we got to throw the football here? That doesn't make any sense to me. I see me running the rock 30 times. I've been waiting for this matchup. It's just, that's what's so odd to me about the matchup, is this is a name-your-score opponent, but then again, but will this defense let them down, right? And it's been a problem all year long. Texans team totals 19 and a half. Only twice this year they've held opponents under that number. Trubisky and Tom Brady. So, by the way, if you need an idea how bad the Bucs are, they, I mean, that's the list of teams that haven't gotten to 20 against this team. Or I'm tempted by a Texans team total. Is that ridiculous? To take on offense the Texans team total? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's just dangerous. That's dangerous waters. Because unless you're looking at a blowout. Because look at their offensive statistics, Kevin. You know, of running, 36 yards on the ground, 21 yards on the ground, 43 yards on the ground. That's just in the last three out of five games. Passing yards here outside of the Giants game, 174, 169. Keep in mind, they were down 30 points in the second half and only got roughly 220 yards total last week against an average Dolphins defense. That's a pain team total. But I might be here for it. I might have to listen more on this. <laughs> it's not. It is not. I don't think it's man, hard to convince you to jump in on an now. ugly yeah. team total. You tell, man, this hasn't hit in five straight weeks. And Donnie's like, now let's let's start to crunch the numbers here. A lot uh-huh. more to break down. We're live on a Friday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're live with you right here on Sports Grid. Taking a look at 
Some big games that are going to be coming up here for week 13. We'll start with an AFC championship rematch between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are a two and a half point home underdog. Nice total here, 52 and a half. Not only a rematch from the AFC championship game, but these teams met last year in the regular season, and that game also went Cincinnati's direction. The idea that the, the Bengals could have the Chiefs number is feels like maybe a stretch, but they did beat them twice last year. It was actually well actually to be fair, they beat them twice this year. In this calendar year, I believe uh, both of those games actually were. So they're looking to be 3-0 and against the Chiefs in 2022. How do you like their chances? I mean, it's going to be a great game. It's probably, If you ask me one, you have one game, obviously outside of your favorite team or who you're cheering for or wager on, you want to sit down and watch Kansas City and Cincinnati this week. And I think the chances of Cincinnati winning are really high at this point because last week, maybe if this game was played a week earlier, Kevin, right? We had the Kansas City Chiefs going, I mean, still a little bit banged up for them at wide receiver as well. But you say, hey, we want to play you without Jamar Chase and without Joe Mixon. Certainly that's where you would want to go because last year, if you said to the Kansas City Chiefs, hey, how about Jamar Chase never made it on to the Cincinnati Bengals roster they would have loved it because he was sensational in one of those football games here so it looks like he's on the mend and coming back limited practices this week but as we always like to say Kevin the key indicator Friday's practice those guys when I'm talking about those guys Mixon and Chase if they get at least limited practices once again they're going to be a go for Sunday and that's massive but also having said that I love the state where the Cincinnati Bengals are in right now. You went on the road and beat a good football team without two of your best performers. You get them back. It can only give you a lift. But as we always like to say, including myself, when you're betting against the Kansas City Chiefs, you just say, hey, man, I better be getting a touchdown or more here. So in case we can mm -hmm. keep this close, we might get a backdoor cover. You don't get that. Nobody is betting this game going, hey, you know what? Not sure if Cincinnati can win. I'll take the two or two and a half points that are currently sitting out there. But I've been steadfast all weekend long, Kevin. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend in Cincinnati. Yeah, you, you certainly have. To your point about you know betting against the Chiefs, it, it's actually not been the most difficult thing to do this season. Four, six, and one against the spread. They found a way last week to cover that number, but you know, Bri I mean, Bryce Perkins. It's not even that he had to go get a score. He just had to not turn the football over like he was doing. Uh, ultimately, they were able to find a way as a 15-and-a-half, 16-point favorite uh, in that game. It could You could argue it was a push then if, it, if there were uh, some 16s out there. But this is a team that we are you know, very, very accustomed to laying big numbers. This year, though, there have been a couple of spots with some light lines. There was the home game against Buffalo where the Bills were favored. The Bills did find a way, uh, and they end up winning uh, by four. But Kansas City did have a fourth-quarter lead. The other two were at Tampa and at San Francisco, and they beat both of those teams by double digits. They hung 40 on both of those teams. This is kind of the big problem for me in this game. Is I, like a pick here, would feel fine Two and a half, it feels like maybe you're laying more than you should with the Kansas City Chiefs. But Patrick Mahomes, underneath a field goal, or you know, even priced as a dog, has just mostly been automatic in his career, Dara. 17-5-1 against the spread. 17-5-1 and 
when he is laying underneath a field goal. And this is a revenge spot, a double revenge spot for last year's regular season plus the AFC championship game. I just, Cincinnati's been playing a couple of tough games in a row, especially last week's game. As you mentioned, very tough grinded out win against the Tennessee Titans. I just, I think the Chiefs have enough here to win this football game. This is usually a game where you get the best of Patrick Mahomes, the best of Travis Kelsey, and they make enough plays. Maybe they win this by a field goal. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Cincinnati in a teaser, love where your head's at if you're if you're looking that direction. But I think for me, I expect the Chiefs to win. Even if I don't think it's a great number, I do think they'll end up winning this game. And let's take a look at even the ramifications like down the line here because it's not as if it's like, okay, well, Kansas City hasn't lost yet as one loss and the Bills have four losses. So they can afford to take a loss here. And even with, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals at four losses, they'll still be able to ensure they get home field advantage. Think of the, the, the damages that would be done if Cincinnati wins, which means that now that's going to affect the race with the Baltimore Ravens, lifts them up a little bit, gives the Buffalo Bills back that overall seed for number one here, getting that buy. They will be the favorite now to get that spot. And also, so that would put the Cincinnati Bengals at eight and four, the Buffalo Bills at nine and three, the Kansas City Chiefs at nine and three, meaning if one of those teams trips up, we might be looking at a chance for home field advantage for the Cincinnati Bengals. Because the way sometimes you look at these games, Kevin, oh, who needs it more? They both really need this game. There's no moral victory here. If Kansas City goes in and beats the uh, Cincinnati Bengals in the last second, ah, you know what, that was really good, and we might see them again. No, that doesn't work here because you might not even win your division, which means you're playing every single game in the playoffs on the road. Both of these teams going into the football game absolutely need it. But I hear what you're saying here. Anytime anybody sees, it's like even the Golden State Warriors in basketball, Kevin, right now in the NBA, not not having a great season. But if you see, hey, the Warriors are a minus one. Ooh, I don't know if I want to go against Steph, man. Steph gets hot here. Draymond Green <laughs> plays some defense, and Clay Thompson hits some threes. Yeah. I'm in trouble. And I say to myself, when the game ends, what did I do? You don't want to be in that spot to go. You know, it's a perfect spot here to fade the Chiefs, and you see that final score, 31-22. Chiefs, like, why did I bet against them? But I do believe the Cincinnati Bengals also, from a perspective, Kevin, coming into this game, like, oh man, this time five times we played them, Kevin. They wiped us out. I hope we can win this game. No, the Bengals coming into this game, going, hey, pop the tapes on here. We already handled these guys. We're going to do it again. Oh, absolutely. Look, and also, Joe Burrow has been a monster against the number. 15-3 and three in his last 18 starts. Ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. That's just ridiculous, mm. right? So, Cincinnati's not an easy fade whatsoever. It just feels like a Chiefs spot. Something you've laid out, and we'll get into this more if the Chiefs do win this game next week. Look at the remaining Chiefs schedule. They haven't, they're going to be favored to run the table. They're going to be favored around the table. Uh, live win total for them right now is 13 and a half. They sit here at nine and two. Two more losses, even if they lost this game. Well, they might be a touchdown favorite the rest of the way outside of this Cincinnati game, yeah. just to give people a little insight here. Second biggest game of the week, co-biggest game of the week, however you want to label it. I. It almost feels like the prove-it bowl between San Francisco and Miami. The, the, the difference, though, is, Donnie, Miami's already proven it. Miami has big wins at Baltimore, home against the Buffalo Bills. I know they, those were crazy games, right? The Bills having 500 yards of offense and a loss. The Ravens were up three possessions and somehow blew that game at home. But Miami has those. The Niners' resume is bad. It's, it's, 
it's not at least it's not impressive. They don't have the wins. They've got good performances under their belt. They've not allowed a second half point in four consecutive weeks. If they make it five, I'll tell you what, that would be some impressive feat here against this Miami team with how good they've looked. The Niners are a field goal and a half favorite at home. Mid-range total here, checking in 46 and a half. It looks like it'll kind of move around, but sitting right now at 46 and a half. What do you think, Niners-Dolphins? One of the best defenses in the NFL going up against one of the best offenses in the NFL. These are the matchups that we do like. And also, you see some of the, you know, the uh, post-game, I should say, uh, post-practice press clippings here with Christian McCaffrey this week. Oh, what's up with that knee? Like a knee. And he actually said, Kevin, I think I dodged a bullet here. I feel fantastic now. There was a worry in the game. Maybe I tweaked it a little bit too much and I might have to sit out, which would have been devastating because you're already down a few running backs here for the San Francisco 49ers. And you also traded away a couple running backs, including one there to the Miami Dolphins. But coming into this, it feel, here's what it feels to me. We're expecting maybe a little bit of rain in the forecast. Just check the updated weather conditions on Sunday, and it looks like that rain might not hit, which is key, which I think does help the Miami Dolphins. If you're going to have a sloppy game here for me, Debo Samuel can run the football. Christian McCaffrey's full healthy. I think that gives a full tilt advantage to the San Francisco 49ers. But if we take that out, I do think San Francisco's defense is going to struggle against the Miami Dolphins' offense. Great play caller, great positional players, and a quarterback that's playing phenomenal football. But you know what it comes down to? This is the reason, Kevin, why he traded for Christian McCaffrey. Do you remember when he made that trade? Like, ooh, they're going to take off. And then Kyle Shanahan just starts saying, like, you know what? 50-50 carries between Mitchell and, and McCaffrey makes that right. He said, hold on here. That doesn't make sense. Well, Mitchell's not going to play in this football game. I expect a massive workload for Christian McCaffrey. And if it works out well, you're going to see a lot of those betters that already like the San Francisco 49ers hit the gas pedal and say, this is the best team in the NFC. Did you watch them handle the Miami Dolphins? But for my money here, that three and a half, four seems about right. I'll lean on the points. I will. I'll take the points here with the Miami Dolphins if I can get that three and a half to four on Sunday afternoon. I don't know if McCaffrey can hold up to that kind of a workload, though. He's not healthy himself. So then it brings in Debo rush attempts. That's great. He's also He's not, not healthy. healthy himself. <laughs> yeah, the, the Niners are not a healthy football team, and that's a problem. I think Miami might have a little bit too much juice here, and certainly enough to cover the number. Two has been good as a dog in his career, covering 69% of the time. He has struggled a bit on the road uh, throughout his tenure, but this is not a spot to back Garoppolo for me. Jimmy G, the, the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, the whole deal. They're great as an underdog. As a favorite, eh, they'll win. And, and that, look, they, they love a good win, win and no cover. They desperately, desperately tried to pull that off last week, and Andy Dalton's like, no, you are going to shut us out, man. i gotta, I got to make it very clear that Jameis Winston should still be the quarterback for this football team. I think the Dolphins can win this game. I do think the Dolphins cover here, though, in a massive, massive one against the San Francisco 49ers. A lot more to break down. Talk some wild card range teams right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, we're keeping it moving here on a Friday morning. I got to tell you, so what was it? So it's actually two weeks ago where, because we, we, we weren't here last Friday, and I threw all the good games. I wonder uh, if you know where I'm going with this. I threw I all the good games in hour one, and by the time we got to about 8.30, Don's like, man, get me out of here, man. If you ask me another Falcons question, I'm, I'm tapping out of this show. So I've mixed it up a little bit. You yeah. might see some of these games, Don, and be like, what are they doing up here? It's basically yeah. so I can keep your attention for two hours. Uh, you almost lost it, too, because as you know me, I'm very astute that once we go live, 3-2-1, we're in, I look and say, okay, what game are we going to here? And I double-click on the Jaguars and the Lions. I'm like, oh, he's doing it to me again already. You didn't even have to say that. So, No, but that's – see, because no, I'm figuring I got you still plenty of energy here. You might right? lose me and for that- the, like, the next hour and a half now at this point. Like at least last week, like, you know, at least I got him for the three quarters of the show and I might lose him. I might be checked out right. in space over the next hour and a half now. I'm trying a different method. I'm, I'm figuring I'd throw you some trash uh, games here early and then yeah. we'll wrap it back around with the good ones uh. late. And then, look, look, we did. here's the thing. There's only so many good games, folks. So we look. We'll create juice, though. We'll create juice. I, yeah, I'll was do it my always like this, though? I mean, was it? A, it doesn't feel like it was always like this. Like I'm figuring. Like, I'm thinking like this is the first like time through that started two weeks ago. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, where's the juice on some of these games? Now we do have some juice here, but the fact that you just threw line like, where are we going in this game? Who's actually playing? Are these two teams NFL teams? I mean, what is this? Like that's. I think the problem is as the season goes on, it's just like. How are you supposed to go from Niners Dolphins to Jags Lions, <laughs> exactly. right? But yeah, again, usually here we'd be we'd be usually doing Eagles Titans. But I know that then if I ripped off Jags yeah. Lions into Falcons Steelers into Broncos Ravens, by the time I get to that Denver game, you might be just wandering around the the yeah. office there. Like, exactly. Dada, come back. We got games to break down. I'll say this: we got a fifty-one and a half here. It's a pick em game, minus 108, money line, each direction. Can I ask you about the total? Were you surprised when you yeah. saw that number? If that was 46 no. and a half, I don't think I would have I batted an eye at it. The, the number caught me a little yeah. off guard, to be honest with you. Uh, anytime for me now, you're looking at the Detroit Lions and getting healthier and getting some players back on offense. Their defense is always going to stink, which is the one thing. I actually like this, too, because when you see that 51 and a half pop up, both of these coaches, Kevin, 
they play right into this stuff. Fourth downs, two-point conversions, onside kicks, fake punts, field goals, whatever it will be, and this game is played in a dome. Now, what are you looking for for both of these teams this game? Are they making the playoffs? No, not necessarily. So if you're looking for those, what do we say, fourth and two from the 50-yard line, did you get it? No? Awesome. Did you get stopped? Yes? Awesome. It doesn't matter. That's the way I feel this game. Two coaches here that are not going to say, hey, fourth and three at the 19-yard line field goal, heck no. We're going for this. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is every total's there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Jags are 4-1 and one to the over on the road this year. And Lions home games have – it's almost like it's a little college football, which I have to appreciate. The Buffalo Bills game last week, 28 – or yeah, last week, 28-25, 53 points. That's the second lowest scoring game this year in a home Detroit game, 53 so there was the the weird Packers game finishes 15-9. That is the only game that has not had 53 or more points in it this year that's been, you know, in Detroit, which is just stunning to, to see and try and evaluate all in all. And that actually even, I think, pertains to the Bills uh, game up against the Cleveland Browns that was in Detroit as well. It's just been a high-scoring building here. So the points expectation makes sense. Do you have a lean on the side? A couple of four and seven teams here. I don't think either really has a legitimate shout at making the postseason. But, you know, momentum is real. If you're the Jags, the chance to win three out of four is awesome. And if you're the Lions, this is a chance to win four to five. Yeah, I guess you would just say the lean would be the home team here, only favored at the FanDuel Sportsbook by minus one. But again, that's not giving a lot of respect here to the Detroit Lions. Now, they played last on Thanksgiving here, so you get that week off or a little bit more of that mini-buy, as we like to say. But I think the total makes a lot more sense because even at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Kevin, it opened up at 48.5 and did rise to 51.5. It's more likely, sometimes you break this down and say, not that you're going to win it. What's more likely, these two teams play into the high teens and low 20s or both of these teams? get into the 20s. That's the way I see it here. So even some of the fun markets at the FanDuel Sportsbook, like a touchdown per side each half, it's only minus 108, which shows you we think we're getting touchdowns in this game. But if you double it, Kevin, two touchdowns from Detroit in the first half, two from Jackson, the same thing in the second half, that bounces up to about a 15-1 to one ticket here. I do think we get wow. points because both of these coaches are going to play, not necessarily to win the game, but to put their teams out. But we saw so many times in Philadelphia, Doug Peterson, almost like the advent of, I don't want to say the new analytics, but Doug was like going for only fourth and seven from midfield because analytics said it's .0001 better for you to win the football game. They're both going for it here, and I think that means points. Yeah, it could be a great match specials game. I, I think I have to I think I have to give the Lions the lean. At home, extended rest, Jags off of the emotional game against the Baltimore Ravens. It does feel like a better spot for the Detroit Lions. Bears Packers. Now this one to me does have a little bit of juice. It does. Now that can change, but Green Bay's a three and a half point favorite here. Line move tells me Justin Fields is gonna play. If he plays, over 44 and a half. Every Bears game goes over. They're the worst defense in football. And if the best running quarterback in the league right now, which, by the way, Justin Fields is, Lamar's a special player, but with what Fields has been doing, I think he deserves that label. How is it not over 44 and a half if Justin Fields is playing in this game? 
Yeah, I mean, cold conditions, which is this time of year for Chicago. You want to keep those winds around 15 miles an hour or less, which they're boarding on that number. But I do agree with you here. And it's not even so much like if Justin Fields comes back in, it's boom or bust, right? We know he's not going to throw healthy or not for 275 yards this weekend. But it doesn't mean their running game can't do a lot of things. Now, it does hurt that they lose Mooney here, which is really his deep threat outlet when he would roll around and try to make magic happen. It was usually him going to. So him not being there for the remainder of the season, that is going to hurt. But also, just from a Green Bay perspective, Kevin, we talked about this this week multiple times. Does it matter who the quarterback is? Like if Aaron Rodgers starts, oh, good. It's the Chicago Bears defense. If Jordan Love starts, hey, he's going to be excited to go up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And again, when you're looking at game flow here, the Green Bay Packers are dead in the water. I don't want to hear any more about math. We're going to play hard until we're mathematically eliminated. They're human beings in that locker room sitting there at that record going, man, we're going nowhere this year at this point. So maybe you're just looking for stats. And both running backs here for Green Bay live in this game wide receivers for Green Bay live if it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love both live and also I want to believe that's for the Chicago Bears because I know what you're getting at here if Justin Fields plays it's going to be over I I don't think Justin Fields is playing in this game if he's still hampered meaning let's have a Mm -hmm. shoulder harness where he can't throw the football and oh yeah our offensive line isn't very good, so if he takes extra hits, we might be looking at more damage. I want to believe that the Chicago Bears are giving him a clean bill of health because he practiced in full yesterday, which means today we're expecting yeah. the same thing. I can't imagine if he goes on Sunday and the report comes out of Kansas, hey, look, he's really limited today. He's basically out there because he wants to play, but they're not going to let him do much. It can't be like that, Kevin. You would think, because it doesn't really make any sense to play him if he's not 100%, which, again, is why, to me, the over here at 44.5. Does he run less, though? Does he run less? Like, cause you're right. Like he's 15 carries for a buck 25. Like he's a big-time high school Correct. running back type of runner. Yeah. Like, can he run less, though, with what's been working for him? Is he really going to sit back there and try and dart up Green Bay? That doesn't feel likely. <laughs> no. Right? No, it doesn't. Uh, so yeah. that's kind of the, the oddity. Like the 40, genuinely, like 50? Like if I told you it was a clean bill of health on both these quarterbacks, is that the total 50? It's just, it, it, feels, it like feels like it. a very light number, yeah. right? All, I, do, I do also lean towards Green Bay covering here. Aaron Rodgers is just, he just annihilates this team. It's like the one thing that holds true, right? They did it this year. It's, it's just... 22 and 7 against the number against the Bears. That's just that's ridiculous. He he abuses them. Uh he's won and covered seven consecutive games against the Bears. Well, Giants Commanders, though. That's getting a little I will do Giants Commanders. See, that's got some juice to it. Mm-hmm. I'll it tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. I I there's a chance that I just hate Washington. I'm open to that. I think you do. I think this yeah. is so disrespectful. That no. they're going out here laying a number against the Giants. What, do you love Taylor Heineke all of a sudden? You don't see this as disrespect? No home field advantage? I think if Washington came out and took a knee the entire game, they might be able to beat the Giants here. And again, you know me. There's Twitter polls going around, and you see me pop up in every one. Who's the coach of the year? End it right now. It's Brian Dable. The fact that they were able to get five five wins on the season and they're in playoff contention in December is a miracle. They have Daniel Jones, who is a bad quarterback. Saquon Barkley, who's a very good running back. And Kevin, on the rest of the team, offense and defense, I don't care about Thibodeau here trying to rush and get the outside. They have no talent. 
It's one of the least. They, for me, they almost rival the Houston Texans in the amount of talent, which tells you how good a coach Dable is. So when I look at this game honestly to myself, Kevin, and I line it up here, Brian Robinson looks like he's going to get a full workload here because Antonio Gibson mispracticed yesterday with a foot injury. Just keep in mind what he comes back to today, and if not. But if we're looking outside of Saquon Barkley, every single position on the field is better on the Washington Commanders, and we're only laying one point here? Where do I sign up? I don't know if I don't know if Heineke's better than Daniel Jones. See, that's the difference here. Taylor Heineke has become the most overrated player in NFL history. So he and Wentz have now each played six games. Heineke has thrown for 320 less yards. He has thrown for three less touchdowns and only one less interception. He's been picked off, I believe, by every opponent other than the Houston Texans. Congratulations. I know that they cover every game they play. You know who also mostly covers every game they play? The Giants, including their last game against Dallas. And while I know that was a, you know, a backdoor cover, they were up in half in that game. Extended rest coming in here at home. I just think the love has gone too far. I, I think people are lining the Giants up to lose out, and I don't think that's going to happen. Here's my this thing, game, I don't right? think Brian Dable, yes, Brian Dable cannot be as good as you say, and I agree yes. with you, by the way, he can't be as good as you say and finish 7-10. and 10. That's not acceptable. That can't happen, right? I, 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 I don't see how that's justifiable. In my, it is like I they've already surpassed expectations. Like, like again, like it's not Giants hate from me because I love Dable's good. You get Dable quarterback next year. Watch out, Giants are in the playoffs. Book it game one automatically. They're going next year. They just don't have talent now. I don't expect anything out of the Giants. I'm surprised when I turn on the Giants that they like get first downs at this point. Unless it's Saquon Barkley, they have nothing at wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, and quarterback, and yet they're competitive every week. It almost boggles my mind. Which when I look at these two teams similar, but are they really? Better head coach on one side, yes, but the talent, it's a landslide for the commanders. Uh, look, Chase Young, I believe, is supposed to make his season debut. We'll see how much that matters uh, for them, how much he is able to contribute in this spot. I will say, I know the total's low at 40. We've talked about the divisional unders, but more than that, Giants home games with Daniel Jones, under, 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 under. And the last one happened to get over because they allowed Detroit to score 31, which makes me think, again, this should be 17-14 type of football <laughs> here yeah. in an NFC East matchup. Slipping a little NBA here on a Friday morning. Next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. <laughs> Whoa, man, we're closing out a Changi hour. A uh, little NBA here for you. It's a huge card tonight. Uh, I think Bucks Lakers is a big one. Chris Middleton will make his season debut uh, most likely. Uh, and the Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite. Uh, look, the Lakers have been able to hang from time to time, but this just feels like a route burial blowout here spot. The Bucks are nine and four against the number this season as a home favorite. The Lakers one and six against the number as a road dog just feels like a spot where the Lakers are outmatched. I'd be very impressed if they came away with a cover, much less find a way to actually win this basketball game. Uh, I think this is the box. I, I think it's the box big. Yeah. And how about this? The estimated starting lineup tonight for the box. Get this holiday, Allen Antetokounmpo, Lopez and Chris Middleton as a, another superstar returns back to the lineup for the Bucs. I think you're right at that. Is this one of those games, too, they had, we call those quote-unquote scheduled losses here when the Lakers like, hey, look, let's play hard. We can actually get a moral victory here. We don't expect to win this game, but let's put out a good fourth effort here. That's why I'm looking at this game tonight. I think you're right about this one, that home juice for the Bucs. But, hey, anything can happen. Anthony Davis goes nuts. LeBron James goes nuts. You hang around in this one. But now that that lineup gets a little bit closer to full go for the Bucs, let's see what they can do. I will say, this is a team that's won six of their last eight games. The losses, the buzzer beater to Indiana, so very close mm-hmm. to being red hot. Playing mostly, you know, sub-500 teams almost all, all almost all the way. The one step-up spot was Phoenix. Lost by 10 on the road. LeBron didn't play. So this will be a good barometer for how much of a push this team has made there are great games on this slate tonight though you've got a short line tonight in Atlanta as the Denver Nuggets come to town I think it's a little a little disrespectful on the Hawks I think they make some sense as a home underdog Boston lays a big number against Miami once again lane eight Nets at home two-point favorite to Toronto Memphis lane five and a half to the Philadelphia 76ers uh, and then also a really fun one late night Golden State a seven and a half point favorite against the Chicago Bulls we go to the World Cup as we open up our number two the early line BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.